to kick it across the ball field. Wait, what dog? <laughs> the the dog in the Puss in Boots movie. Oh, he makes me so it. it makes me so irrationally mad. I've not seen it. Oh my god, hold on. He like Ew! He like a hit, hit by a car. That's Ripley. <laughs> me, that's probably why. <laughs> oh. oh my god. The little ad where like they move oh. their head from side to side, all robotic. I'm like, oh, it, ma- it just like makes me want to die. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I should let you know we've been recording, so. Uh, oh. <laughs> Be you hey everyone, welcome back to the Gaggle of Gays podcast. I'm Alaska. I'm Taylor. I'm Kim. Imagine if someone did have like a, they disagreed with you on <laughs> I said, I'm never <laughs> listening to them again. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> well, if you like that dog, you make my tongue itch too, so. Ooh, Ooh. what was that noise? Athena. Shh, <laughs> recording. Athena said I love that movie. <laughs> Mom, tell him I love that movie. <laughs> Okay, today we're gonna be covering the Cecil Hotel. Uh, anything before we get get going? Oh, speaking of dogs, today, um, my 10-pound dog killed a snake and brought it to my porch. I just don't understand. <laughs> what was going I was so scared. I was like, who am I living with? <laughs> She's You're living with a killer. Tina's just standing in the... <laughs> yeah, she scares me. Okay, let's get started before I die. Okay, the Cecil Hotel is located at 640 South Main Street, Los Angeles, California. This can be dogs. <laughs> dogs the <of> Cecil. Someone's <laughs> like, oh, that's actually my address. Anyways, the construction for this hotel began in 1924, and it lasted about three years. The cost to build this hotel was about $1 million back then. Which in today's money would be twenty one point two million dollars. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! My God. I, I know. Uh, the hotel's interior design was apparently going for a bow art style hotel designed by Lloyd Lester Smith, and I had no idea what a bow art style hotel was, so I looked it up. Uh, some of the characteristics of a bow art style: it focuses on symmetry, it has a hierarchy for interior spaces, classical details such as columns and pediments, highly decorative surfaces, statues and figures embedded with the facade, a raised first story, and stone or stone-like materials. So I can see that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, he got shushed. My dog. Oh, right. Damn. Anyways, this style actually influenced by classical Roman and Greek forms. It emerged apparently as the dominant style of architecture in the United States between the 19th century and the early 20th century. Century. Uh, <laughs> thank you, architecture.org, for teaching me about that because I had no idea. Uh, the Cecil, when it was built, had 700 rooms and it had a complete Jesus. marble lobby. Yeah, it, was, it had a lot. Stained <laughs> glass windows, palm trees, and an opulent staircase, which is, which is basically just like a lavish ash, ash, ash staircase. <laughs> I will say, though, the lobby is like really pretty, actually. Oh, yeah. From the pictures I've seen, yeah, it, it, it's pretty crisp. Pretty crisp. So the hotelier that was in charge of the operation was William Banks Hanner. Some say that Charles L. Dix and Robert H. Shops were part of it, depending on which article you read. But I'm assuming the head man behind the operation was William Banks Hanner, since he was mentioned in all of the sources and not just some. So mm-hmm. his intentions for this hotel was for the more, quote, higher class citizens. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So what he was looking at was like international businessmen and like social elites, like right. Well, I mean, it was like twenty twenty one, right? Right. Yeah, the rich boys will get it. 
Rich Boys will get this $21 million <laughs> hotel. So uh, at the time of its opening, it was costing approximately $31 to $54 per night to stay there, which was about $517 to $200 or to $900. Oh my god, Goodness. that's like how much it costs to stay in the Trixie Motel. Like, it's so much money. That's a lot, yeah, damn. So due to its popular location near 7th and Main Streets, it had ended up being pretty popular with people traveling, uh, like I said, businessmen. Uh, they wanted to be closer to Spring Street. And it was also popular for people who were interested in the theater that were heading to Broadway performances. So pretty pretty good spot, you know. At the time that the Cecil was open, the nation's economy was at a high and people were traveling. So it was a really successful time. Here's some interesting facts about what was going on in L.A. during 1927 as well. The first L.A. Open Golf Tournament was held and the Warner Brothers ended the silent era for their movies. And the first movie premiere opened at Grumman's Chinese Theater. So during the span of 1920 to 1920. 29, the city's population had also doubled in size from 577,000 to 1.2 million people, which is odd. Insane. Yeah. Unfortunately, there was already uh, a death within the first year that the hotel was built, 1927. Uh, it was by a 52-year-old man named Percy Ormond Cook, who had taken his own life to, after he was unable to reconcile with his family. He shot himself in his hotel room. You want to know the tea on that? Yeah. <clears throat> Yes. That's that's the earliest reported suicide in America. Seriously? Really? Yeah. Oh I, I came across that when I was doing my, my media stuff. Oh my god. That's insane. I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. Damn. Okay. Well, speaking of depression, the Great Depression hit. So, only two years after opening... In 1929, the Great Depression ended up hitting and not hitting in the good way, you know. Yeah. During this time period, the area that surrounds the hotel would be dubbed Skid Row, but the area is officially known as Central City East. The term Skid Row had originated during the construction of the railroads. The first railroad construction began in the Pacific Northwest, which tracks made from harvested logs were sent to construction sites along the Skid Roads. These roads were also built from the logs, and their purpose was to make it much easier for to keep the logs rolling along the heavily mudded streets around the sites. So, shout out to skidrow.org for that information. <laughs> In Skid Row around this time period, there was an estimated 10,000 homeless people, alcoholics, and margins of society, which means people, you know, that were living outside of what is considered the social norms, some including those that worked on the railroad as well. Because of this, the hotel became a hot spot for violence and crime activity because of its proximity to Skid Row, which often deterred that of higher class to continue to book homes. Homes rooms at the hotel <laughs> yeah so it's very sad a quote from richard shave who was an la tour guide stated this was just a place where people who were really down on their luck were going i mean yeah. it's not too far off so the yeah. hotel eventually started doing single room occupancies and the long-term tenants had to rent their own rooms but share the bathrooms with other tenants which like fuck that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I would hate that. Yeah, they have like a communal bathroom oh, that just areas, like terrible. college dorm room style. <clears throat> oh, oh, no, not the move. Bubble guts could never. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, as time continued to pass, the Cecil became a budget hotel, hostel, and rooming house. So there was at least 16 known deaths, and I'm going to list them real quick with the date, victim, and type of death. So starting January 22nd, 1927, Percy Orman Cook, like I said, suicide, gunshot to the head. November 19th, 1931, Preston Hanley Hicks, suicide, ingested poison. Such a terrible way to go. Uh, yeah. September 1934, Benjamin Dodich, suicide, gunshot to the head. July 26th, 1937, 1937, Sergeant Louis D. Borden, suicide, slit his own throat. 
March ninety uh March nineteen thirty eight, Grace E. Margro, unsure of the type, but she fell from the building. May nineteen thirty nine, Roy Thompson, suicide, fell from the building. May nineteen thirty nine, Erwin C. Neblet, unsure of type, ingested poison. January nineteen forty, Dorothy Seager. Suicide, ingested poison. A lot of poison. Don't really understand. Yeah. September 1944, Purcell's unnamed newborn son. He was murdered by being thrown out the window. God. November 1947, Robert Smith's suicide fell from the building. I'll also... A lot of those, too. October 22nd, 1954, Helen Gurney, suicide, fell from the building. February 11th, 1962, Julia Francis Moore, suicide, fell from the building. October 12th, 1962, Pauline Autumn George Giannini, suicide, fell from the building. June 4th, Pigeon Goldie Osgood, murdered, stabbed, beaten, and raped. I don't know if so sad. I read in yeah. more into that one. They're all sad, but... <sighs> yeah. Like, December 20th, 1975, Allison Lowell, unsure of type fell from the building september 1st 1992 not sure of the name unsure of the type of death fell from the building february 19 2013 elisa lamb still kind of unsure accidental drowning supposedly uh june, june 13th 2015 unsure of name unsure of type fell from the building so as you can tell there was a lot of suicides uh, yeah it's it makes me wonder if it's one of those places that's like so fucked up with bad energy that once you step into it, it kind of drives you into that mindset, you know, like taking mm -hmm. your own life. Because, you know, you hear about bridges where people have jumped up yeah. that people like still haunted. And as soon as you step on the bridge, you feel like the need to jump. So mm -hmm. I'm wondering if it's one of those type or even if they're just like on the top of the building and something else pushes them. So I don't know. So there's also true crime uh, related history with this hotel as well. Elizabeth Short, who is otherwise known as the Black Dahlia, had stayed here just before her mutilation, which is still an unsolved case. So Richard Ramirez had also stayed here during a lot of his killing spree in the 1980s. He was able to stay here for about $14 a night, so it was pretty cheap, uh, but $50 in today's currency. Even though he was a rad motherfucker, this place was already so down the tubes that no one even noticed him. Like, he would come in with blood, no one even fucking looked because yeah. it was so... Yeah, which and is And he wild. would use, like, the dumpsters outside yeah. to dispose of his, like, evidence and bloody clothes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crazy. And no and one even, like, just walk through the life. hallways, fully, like, have blood all over him, and they were like, oh. I feel like oh, they just gave up on those days. people. They are like, we can't. We yeah. Can't like yeah. Yeah. That's what I think, because it was just... Ugh. So after that, the Austrian serial killer Jack Unterweger also had stayed at this hotel during 1991. He was of known to strangle sex workers with their own bras. Some say he actually chose Yikes. this hotel because of Ramirez. I think he actually might have even stated that, but I'm not sure. Uh, in 2013, Lisa Lamb was found dead inside one of the water tanks located on the roof of the Cecil. By then, it was already named Stay on Main uh, after she had been missing for three weeks. It was noted as an accidental drowning, but some are unsure, and they didn't realize it until people were like the water tastes funny which is so Ooh. bad <laughs> so bad oh, you must get from that too oh god you probably never drink top water ever again oh no oh no, no. Way. so yeah that to me is also like y'all were not trying that hard if you <laughs> so because of this reputation that the Cecil has retrieved over the many years they have attempted to rebrand renaming the hotel stay on Maine like I said they wanted to separate themselves from the tragic history that the whole hotel had started uh or that ha the hotel had but they wanted to start fresh so obviously this didn't work seeing as elisa lamb died right after and so and everyone still refers to it as, as the cecil so that didn't work since this didn't work it was sold in 2014 to simon baron development for 30 million dollars they're 30 real, million yeah damn 
Uh, they're a real estate development firm, and they wanted to make it into a capital improvement project, and I didn't know what that meant. So it's a project or plan in short range, normally lasting about four to ten years, that provides for the construction, repair, or improvement of the building or grounds. So they wanted it to be a reasonable price residence catering to young professionals. Like, they wanted the hotel to be known for that. So I feel like if they were smart, they would have gone, like, with the history instead of trying to go against it and just make it like a haunted hotel or something yeah and like play off of that instead of trying to like ignore all the shit that's happened there yeah i definitely agree i think that would have been a smarter right route especially Mm -hmm. because people are already interested in that side so just keep going with yeah i was like honestly if you just try to rename it and stuff and like rebrand people are honestly gonna be mad (laughs) yeah it's history they try to bring down the winchester house like yeah exactly gotta accept that it's like that's what happened there and And i'm glad that they did that Mm -hmm. that they and they could have like memorials and stuff to the people that have died there and be like super respectful with it yeah while also playing up like oh there's ghosts here you get a haunted stay like you're probably going to interact with some ghosts if you come here but, like, and they would proceeds to the families too yeah oh yeah and that's true they would make so much more money off of it that way but... than the route that they did take <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this renovation project would cost the company about $100 million. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so it's like, why? Why? Why are you doing that? Uh, so the hotel closed its doors in 2017, and it became a LA landmark during the same year, so 2017. So Simon Barron Development ended up partnering with the Skid Row Housing Trust to develop and manage single-room occupancy units as a type of affordable housing for them, so. Which is like, okay, that's nice. The project finish date for the renovations was set for like late 2021. Time of the ribbon cutting, only 20% of its units had been completed. So it wasn't even done. It wasn't even halfway done. And they still were like, oh, open. So December of 2021. Still just giving up on it. (laughs) like mm. <laughs> the structure had 600 apartments that are meant for low-income residents the residents that occupy la but it was v- still very slow to fill some think that the struggle to fill the rooms have been because of the lack of bathroom and kitchen within the small units so right <clears throat> which they are really and small the and no yeah right it's not all the dust or anything but like if you're at least gonna put them in a hotel that has ghosts and terrible history at least give them a bathroom or kitchen like right. come on <laughs> No, because I think the gag is they're like, oh, well, um, we're not going to put in the effort into it because we're not doing it for the rich people anymore. Like, the poor mm. folks get what they get. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, fair, fair. So, the pandemic <clears throat> actually slowed down this as well, which slowed down everything, so, yeah. Yeah. So, as of late 2022, the Cecil Hotel is still closed to all except the few long-term residents who are... S- supposed to be still living there that's about 73 out of the 600 units that are filled so that is Damn. the history of the cecil hotel and i yeah, want to I... go oh good Sorry. i was just saying and i want to go <laughs> i will break in it's yeah. fine <laughs> Cops, no, really. if you're listening to this turn it off <laughs> we, we could go see it but like when i saw it last year too the whole lobby area was like completely vacant so the fact that you said there's still people Ooh. living in there and like it's that's not even, even scary. Like, put together yeah. so it's like yeah no. imagine living oh it's just yeah no, no 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 it's so eerie when i look at pictures of it i'm like Ooh. yeah <clears throat> when i was watching like videos and stuff of it and like people were inside of it i was like yeah i felt very spooked mm-hmm for sure. Like, I had to pause it halfway through one of them and, like, come back later and watch it, because I was like... <laughs> like, give me a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wraparound. 
Okay, so I'm going to talk about uh, the ghosts and stuff that haunt there. Uh, so I'm going to start off first, though, with some, like, stories from people who lived there whenever it was, like, the apartment hotel situation okay. or who stayed there. I have, like, two. So this was, uh, I found this off of an article, but it wasn't, it was from a story from a girl, and I didn't see, like, who it was from, so. Okay, so um, this it was a woman who was documenting her own experience as she stayed there her username was vklc which i don't really know how to pronounce that vilk vklc yeah vklc maybe it's just like i'll just call her v yeah okay so while v explained that all the staff were friendly and a number of strange occurrences started late at night in her room i heard something making a thumping noise in the bathroom so i went in she writes i didn't hear a thing for about two minutes and then i heard a creak and another thump it was clear it was coming from the bi- the pipes on the bathrooms i turned the faucet on to make sure it was working and nothing came out that's when i went to call the front desk so that was one of her things but she also said how everything started to get really weird after she was woken up in the middle of the night by a clearly troubled man banging on the door Ooh. Trying to help the stranger, V, who describes themselves as a young 21-year-old female. Uh, which also, like, if a stranger is banging on your door in the middle don't, of the night, don't help don't, them. No, they, don't yeah. need help. they don't need your help. They don't need call somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but she was then left locked out of her room when the yep. man pushes past her and slams the door, which sees her having to speak to the front desk. The man at reception apologized profusely profusely saying something about all the characters he had to deal with she said he called some security and went up to my room he opened the door no problem i was worried this nut would have barricaded the door somehow and it appeared no one was there until one of the guards went to the bathroom there they found the man had slashed his wrists with a razor and swung at both security and v with v being grazed by the razor while emergency services were called and the staff were apologetic offering v a new room or a full refund she chose to stay at she chose to remain at the Cecil Stop. Hotel for the remainder of her stay, Stop. explaining she was prepared for LA to be wacky. No, it's just like a silly little trip. <laughs> I got slashed by a razor, but like it's fine. <laughs> right. The following day, hoping to get breakfast, V was left terrified when the elevator seemed to malfunction when she was in it. I pushed the button for the lobby, and the v- elevator was making a weird noise. This freaked me out because I've never been a fan of elevators. She said. The elevator reached the lobby, but the doors did not open. Instead, the elevator went back up to the third floor. The doors opened and immediately shut again, then took me to the sixth floor. Here, the elevator just stalled. Is it I playing the, the fucking elevator button. game with me? I don't know. Kind of, it seems like. like. I would be so fucking yeah. mad if a guy, I'd be like, you better cut that shit, emergency break. I pressed the emergency button oh. and an intercom came on. All I could hear was a weird bubbling noise, like when a little kid is blowing bubbles and his juice through a straw. At this point, I'm thinking it's an electrical thing and the intercom goofed up too. See, this woman's brave with me because I'd be shitting my pants right now. Yeah. Finally, the bubbling noise stops and instead the elevator fills with static. Then Ooh, the elevator I drops. Static. I mean drops. <laughs> this is my worst fear. Oh, I'm now stuff. praying to a god I don't believe in that I won't <laughs> feel much pain once I crash in this damn elevator at the bottom of some creepy hotel. But the elevator stops abruptly and at the third floor and the doors open. <laughs> Uh, escaping the lift, she runs toward the stairs, but is left feeling further unsettled when she ran into a little girl and her mother. The little girl says something terrifying, V wrote. 
Mama, that lady isn't real, just like Eleanor. Sure she is, honey. I can see her. Only you can see Ellie. The mother gives me a sympathetic look and smiles. No, she isn't, Mama. I can tell because she has the shadows following her, like Eleanor does. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, after breakfast, she Yeah, I would to kick that room. kid so you know, far. That yeah. <laughs> I hate when kids say shit like that. Yeah. Like, no, no. They're like, there's a demon behind you. But don't worry, it's friendly. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> After breakfast, she returns to her room to take a shower, but finds the water is still the same rust color. When she calls the front desk to send a plumber up to look, he cur curtly tells her that the plumbing was fine and that the discolored water she's seeing is all in her head. Uh, he also he's the gaslighting. Her. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. He, he just he some also... guy. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he tells her to check out quickly. Leaving her shaken. Oh, get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all in your head, but like, yeah. you can leave though. It's all in the head, but you need to go. <laughs> so that was the first one. And this is from another person. And uh, this is from another female that stayed at the hotel part, not the apartment. And so she was basically a seat filler for like award shows and stuff like that. What is and that? so she was like, ooh, I'm going to stay uh, somewhere close to, I think, what was the award show that she was going on? It was a big one. The People's Choice Awards in 2013. Oh, hell yeah. Um, so she was, I was low on cash, so I googled cheap hotels near the Staples Center, and I found the Cecil. I didn't know crap about it other than how cheap it was, so I assumed it was crappy, but I didn't really care. I caught a shuttle directly from the airport. Uh, yep, it was shitty. Again, though, I didn't really care. Turned out I got to snag a seat someone didn't show up for, and I can't remember who I sat by, but I remember being a bit starstruck. The Cecil Hotel was less than a mile from the Staples Center, so rather than hop in a taxi, um, I just decided to walk there and back. It was a warm night. That's There's, dumb. Yeah, right? <laughs> Sorry. There's, oh. No, Skid Row, a woman, no. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, There's one road, probably two-thirds of a mile, directly from the Center, and then I remember left and a hotel was a bit a uh, block down not long after leaving the staples center i had a weird feeling mind you i'm not one to get creeped out in a city truthfully i'm far more creeped out by suburban era areas um than the city i always just keep my eyes to myself and walk with a purpose and no one has really ever bothered me much other than to ask if i have like spare change but that night something felt weird i tried to nonchalantly glance over my shoulder and i noticed guy walking behind me but he was quite a bit away behind me he had his hands in his pockets and his green hoodie over his head so i couldn't see his face i reasoned with myself that there was no reason for me to think i was being followed but yet i couldn't shake the weird uneasy feeling i had i had the wherewithal to reach into my purse and pull my id and deb debit card out and tuck them into a pocket just in case he was planning on nabbing my I still tucked my purse tight against my body and sped up my walk just a tiny bit. A few minutes later, I glanced over my shoulder. The guy was still behind me, but still a ways away. I just kept walking and arguing with my own gut, telling myself that I was being silly and paranoid. By the time I approached the road where I needed to make a left, one more glance saw that the guy was much closer, but still not rushing towards me or acting like he was going to do anything. Yet I still felt super ill at ease. Like, trust your gut. Yeah. Right. The, <laughs> the hotel was only a block away, but he pretty much closed most of the distance between us. And I still told myself that I was probably being paranoid. Yeah, I was far more convinced at this point that something just I, wasn't right. Hey, by the time I approached the road where I needed to make a left, one more glance saw that the guy was much closer, but not still rushing towards me or acting like he was going to do anything. Yeah, I still felt super ill at ease. The hotel was only a block away, but he pretty much closed most of the distance between us. Um, and I still told myself that I was probably being paranoid. Yeah, I was far more convinced at this point that some 
something just wasn't right. I sped up another notch and I turned to the hotel. I headed directly to the front desk straight ahead and I could hear the guy turned in behind me Jenny. and had entered the hotel. Well, what? You're cutting out. Oh, it, should I start over? It's, well, no, not. it wasn't like a lot, a lot, but you are cutting. Can you hear two cameras or just mine? Cutting out just a little tiny bit, but I think it'll be okay enough to like to understand. All right, let me replug my mic in. But I didn't say anything because I didn't know if it was just me either. So <laughs> so that's that's why I ended. Does it sound better now? I don't know. You'd I have mean... to talk long sentences. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. Okay, okay. I sped <laughs> up another notch. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where to start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I sped up another notch and I turned into the hotel. I headed directly for the front desk straight ahead and I could hear the guy turned in behind me and had entered the hotel as well. I gave the front desk staff a desperate look that kind of shifted my eyes toward the back of my shoulder before veering left where the elevators were. I pressed the button jumped into the elevator, and right as I turned around, the guy was also trying to head to the elevators. But someone from the front desk jumped out to intercept him. They began screaming at him, We've told you to get the hell out. You're not allowed in here. <laughs> I was a bit shocked as the doors closed, realizing that, holy shit, I was right. There was definitely something not right about that guy, and it absolutely seemed like the front desk knew who he was, that he was trying to follow me. He could have easily mugged me out on the street. So if he was trying to follow me into the hotel, whatever his plans were, they were likely worse than stealing my purse. Definitely. I took a few, yeah. yeah. I took a few deep breaths and reminded myself that there was no way he could possibly know what floor I was on or what room I was in. And although I should have called down to the front desk to confirm that the guy was successfully kicked out and then probably even called the police, I just wanted to forget about it. I didn't sleep that night, and early the next morning, I hopped onto the early shuttle to the airport and headed out. I didn't think much of the incidents after I left until two weeks later when Elisa Lamb's body was found floating in the water tank on the roof of the hotel after someone complained about the water tasting weird. Just think about that for a moment. Turns out that she was staying there at the same time that I was. The very last footage they have of her is of her jumping onto the elevator and very oddly... Like someone was following her. Maybe like she was high, but wow, did it ring some alarm bells. I wish I had gotten a better look at the guy who had tried to follow me. I have crappy eyesight and it was dark. He was African American and wearing a pea green hoodie. That's literally all I can describe. After Elisa was discovered, I did contact the LA Police Department and explain what happened. I even told them to ask the front desk as they seemed to know who the guy was and likely give a much more accurate description but the police department didn't seem to take me seriously and never got in touch with me again after sure That's they thought terrible. i was just some random nutcase or something oh my god <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> maybe it was all a coincidence as it was in a downtown la but maybe i was almost murdered i'll never know of course after the fact i googled the cecil and learned about the bloody history the night stalker lived there while he was murdering people a lot of disappearances Sides, claims of hauntings, etc. The ironic thing is that had I known of the history ahead of time, it probably wouldn't have deterred me from staying there. If anything, it probably would have encouraged me even more because I've always been rather fascinated by that stuff. But I probably would have tried to convince someone to stay there with me so that I wouldn't be there alone. At any rate, I'm still alive and kicking, and I was fairly oblivious to what may have almost happened had it have jumped out from that front desk to intercept the guy. So, to that stranger, thank you for all I know that you might have saved my life that night. <laughs> That's so scary. That's, that's not even a weird call to make to the police. Like, for them to think she's crazy. Yeah. Oh, you're a woman and someone followed you in Skid Row? What are you, an oh, idiot? Oh, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what? what? Like, and, like, uh, just 
It was so like, crazy. I was like, oh my god. And the fact that it was while Elisa Lam was there too. Yeah. And they didn't like even take that into consideration. Yeah, that should have been a huge thing. Like, what the yeah. fuck? I had never heard that, about that. Yeah, and he was obviously that wasn't the first time he's like a females into the hotel and like like stalked them and shit. So like, true. That's I don't know. True. Worth like a follow up. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody calls the hotel anyways that they're like, I don't, there's no point. But there is a point. There is. Like, yeah. Okay. Lazy. Oh, okay. And the next I have uh, 10 reviews uh, of the Cecil Hotel from people that stayed there. <laughs> so um, number one, it was so spooky to stay here. Okay. You can't change the history of this hotel, but hmm, yes, everyone says the water tastes bad, but I didn't get that. It was still spooky sometimes. I heard crazy voices at night outside my room. I was alone and I've never been so scared. For humans who who love adventures and ghosts, it is the best place to stay. Number two, screaming. The bathrooms were terribly dirty. I found stains on the towels, heard screaming from the next doors, and it was the scariest experience. I found blood on the curtains, which really unsettled me. (laughs) So (laughs) I only stayed for one night. The water was fine, but I don't know why people are lying about the water being blacked when it was cleaned out. Which, it just wasn't when they were there, but it might have been with somebody else. Uh, Number three, feeling of being watched. I just recently stayed there. I had a terrible sleep, kept hearing my door being knocked on, couldn't shower with the feeling of being watched, had the elevator constantly open, and a dripping wet lady kept walking in front of my room. Terrible. Oh, that's nice. so scary. That's so scary. <laughs> just, just the sound of titties slapping your knees. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Creepy noises at night. Service titties was great. <laughs> Creepy noises at night and felt like I was being watched. Rooms were way too small. Based on the history of the Cecil Hotel, I was scared at first, but I kind of liked it overall. I learned the history of the Cecil, and it was scary. In conclusion, the food and the service were great. Please put warning on the noises. Make the rooms bigger. I was there six months ago, but I didn't want to write a review. (laughs) Five. Like they were planning something. This was a creepy experience for me. The bathroom. More, more, however, the staff were acting weird and odd, like they were planning something. The smell, the water, the curtains. Screaming? I heard this hotel is a big no from me. Six. Why do is there not so visit much this screaming? hotel. Oh. <laughs> Why is there I know. so much screaming? Like almost this every one scary. of them have said something about screaming. Like oh that's scary. Oh my gosh. I really don't like it. Oh. Do not visit this hotel. They can change their name and try to leave it in the past, but what happened within <laughs> these walls cannot be changed. Elisa Lamb will be remembered. If you go, please be careful. It's really sketchy. One word. Creepy. Sketchy. Numbers. Yeah. <laughs> That's Number seven. <laughs> Many scary noises at night. Mm. Hotel looks kind of fancy. I stayed here six years ago. Bathrooms were very dirty. Many mm. scary noises at night. See water what? didn't look clean and tasted strong, so I used bottled water to brush my teeth and drink. I didn't know that this hotel was haunted. Scary place. Looks like they changed the name. Would not recommend this hotel. <laughs> Number eight, a terrible too. odor. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so it was like the water, it seems like it was continuously not Yeah, great. not even just, yeah, yeah. that's terrible. A uh, terrible odor. I didn't like it here. The rooms were okay, but the room I had had a t- odor i didn't want to stay here because i kept hearing creaks and noises and it was hard for me to stop or sleep also about the past of richard stalker guy yeah no what if the room smelled bad because of him because you know he was supposed to smell really bad everyone said that he like didn't brush his teeth and like didn't shower and stuff yeah they're just smelling richard his Mm. guess dirty little mouth (laughs) his dirty little mouth 
Um, number nine, Eerie Vibes. We stayed here back in 2013 and didn't even know the history and that it was still a hotel. Got some Eerie Vibes while staying there. Staff were great. Room was nice and had no problems. Didn't know it was closed now, but I didn't mind staying there. It's like the only nice one. one. <laughs> Ten, <laughs> a bad idea. <laughs> mm, whoa, right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> when they renamed it Stay on Main, they literally stay on the main street. Don't go anywhere else. It's a bad idea. <laughs> Uh, okay, so those were the, kind of like the past, like, while it was still open reviews and stuff, so recently, or like, not like recently, like this year, but like, uh, 2021, they started letting, like, uh, influence, like, come and, um, like, overnight stays and stuff there, so I watched a couple of those videos, um, and the one, like, I watched, uh, that had a lot of information that I'm going to talk about is the, I think is a T TFIL crew or whatever. Okay. Um, and it's like a big one on YouTube. Like if you look up Seasonal Hotel on YouTube, it's like one of the, hmm. so, um, they mainly intercepted like the ghost of, uh, Robert, I think was one of the guys you mentioned, Alaska. Yes. And then, um, they also had a big mm -hmm. encounter with, uh, Richard Ramirez's ghost, which, like, I believe in the supernatural and ghosts, like, using spirit boxes and talking to the uh, the ghosts like that. But if you don't, that's up to you. <laughs> Keep so, it yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. take all of this, like, with a grain mm. of salt. It might be emphasized for, like, emphasized for, like, views and stuff. But, yeah, whatever. Um, So, the cool thing was, is they brought um this woman named patty in and she uh is a good witch mm. which i thought was like hella cool and she like uh is really in tune with like spiritual stuff and like the spirit side i mean obviously because she's a witch yes. um so they took her and then they took other lady named linda and she kind of goes more with like the scientific side of things okay um so it was kind of cool like seeing both of them there and then they both got ghost activity that so i was like really hmm. cool. <laughs> um so i'll talk about like the patty experience first so they go into this hallway patty and her like and she's like instantly like shit i feel something like there's a guy walking down this hallway she's like he's he's some kind of drug addict which lines up with yeah. the past and like um, some of the people that stayed there. Um, they talked to him using dowsing rods and they asked him a bunch of questions and he was kind of like latching on um, with people and like standing behind him and seemed sort of like shy almost. Mm -hmm. But um, Patty let him use her body to communicate with them and he started scratching repeatedly at her body. Oh, what the and, fuck? And um, he like was talking, but it was really mumbling and you couldn't, there was no like words which eh. but um so his cause of death there was a guy that died and his name was robert and um she said that he went by bobby which is like a common nickname for robert i think it was that guy's ghost haunting oh okay yeah that would make sense yeah and um there was like temperature change and stuff like they were like saying it was cold in that hallway where it was but like the rest of the hotel was pretty warm so big sign and then the dowsing rods were like going off like crazy what are dowsing rods again <clears throat> um that's like the rods that they hold and oh, um the spirits can move them and yeah. they will like tell them like yes if it's yes like cross the dowsing rods and if no mm. like turn them away or like point outwards up there's like two of them and then they can also be like wear off and the ghost dowsing 
to where they are. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're pretty cool. Very cool. Um, so Bobby led them to a window, which he committed suicide by jumping out the window. Oh. So that kind of lines up with him. Um, and while they were like in the area, the window that he was at, they were asking like, what does this, like, window signify to you? And he said it was, like, um, an area where he would go to smoke and, like, hang out. Um, but also they saw handprints in the window mm. and scratch marks all along the walls. Oh! Which, whenever he took over her body, he was scratching repeatedly. And then, like, as they kept going through the adventure, Bobby kept following. Like, everywhere they went, they'd, like, somebody would be talking to them, and they'd be like, is this Bobby? And he'd be like, yes, immediately. Um, And then right before they went to play the elevator game, um, the guy who Bobby kept standing behind, his name was Corey. Um, Corey, like, was there about to play, and he's like, damn, my my shoulder's, like, really burning right now. He's like, guys, can you? at it and he had scratch marks on his shoulder <laughs> he said fuck you Corey <laughs> what did Corey do I know it's like damn just, just for Corey yeah I was like that's <laughs> it gave me chills like whenever I saw the scratch marks I was like, holy shit yeah uh, he said what so... is that back there <laughs> yeah <laughs> little itching and burning act. Um, also, okay, another story with the Patty girl. So she went with the Ghost Adventure team, which is like a big one. I didn't watch that show because you have to pay money to watch it. And I was going for free. But she told a story on the YouTube video that I watched about something that happened to her at the Ghost Adventure things. She said that the Ghost Adventure crew was like, okay, Patty, we trust you. Just kind of go wherever you feel led to. Um, so she said that like she didn't realize it, but she kind of went into like this trance. Um, and so she was in this trance and she like walked straight into just this random room. Um, and then the guys are like, okay, okay, okay. And so she keeps walking it and she goes straight to the window and she starts murmuring, I gotta get out, I gotta get out, I gotta get out. She opens the window and the guys are like, whoa, 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 what the fuck is going on? You know? And they try and like, they're like, patty, patty, patty. And she like literally was about to jump out the window. That's so scary. But they stopped her. Oh, what if they're just like, yeah. Meh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Keep rolling, keep rolling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep Wait, so um, did you know? <laughs> big money, big money. Christine, uh, <laughs> from the other podcast, and that's why we drink, literally got blocked by the sack bag. <laughs> like the leader of the ghost adventures. Yeah. That's so funny. That is funny. <laughs> and that was before Christine even had, like, the podcast or anything. <laughs> So yeah, I guess I was just like tweeting him too much. (laughs) That's amazing because he's so dramatic. He's so dramatic. (laughs) But I really liked this Patty girl. I was like, okay, I fuck with you. Yeah, she seems cool. She's Um, cool. So also like while they were going, they would they like kept turning the breakers off and they would walk by and like lights would be on and like fans would be on and the fuck these light how do these lights keep turning on so i thought that was kind of scary scary. (laughs) okay with the other group so that was patty's group now we're with linda's group so um the first room that they went to they like come in they have all their devices the emf reader they had like spirit boxes they had uh this device that uh, i forgot it was called but the ghost could like send words to and it would like just be like on the screen um they also had this device that 
uh, it was like an old Xbox Connect game or whatever. Um, okay. And it was one that you'd play for like bowling or something. And it would show like oh, your yeah. skeletal figure. Oh. And um, they had to discontinue <laughs> it because it kept showing like random uh, other skeletons in the rooms with the kids. Oh, and the oh. kids were getting like freaked the fuck out. Oh, so then oh, they were scary. like, oh shit. This thing is like showing like ghosts and like spirits that are like in the houses and stuff. So they use one of those as well. Yeah, because it had like all the green dots and stuff on like yes. to, track, to track your movement. I remember okay. that. Yes, I and it like started showing ghosts with the kids, and the kids were like, you know, scared. <laughs> I said, that's that's Jim. That's like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they like come in here, and they're all their devices start going off in the closet. And they're like, ooh. Uh, so they communicated with the ghosts, and they got like a bunch of like a lot of spirit activity. Like that was like the theme throughout all the videos. There was like so much spirit activity in this place. I was like, holy shit! And they assumed that the ghost had hung himself in the closet and was like stuck in that room now, which was sad. Oh, that's so sad. And, okay, and this part, this part freaked me the fuck out. Okay, so they're walking down the hall, and they're like, oh, which room do we want? next they're like i don't know what to do and so they're um discussing everything and they're on the 14th floor and then in the device that like has the words you know that the ghost can send to it said choose and they were like oh so whoever this is wants us to choose okay they're like okay okay they're walking and then they a word pops up and it says okay so they stop and they're like maybe the ghost (laughs) wants us to go into this room they turn it's room 1419 which is richard ramirez's old room yeah. I don't like that. So they're like, well, I guess he wants us to come say hi. Uh, so they go in there. And when I tell you, this was like the part that I was like, I have to watching and I have to like pause and take a break because it was scary as fuck. <laughs> it got it got dark real fast. <laughs> they're like talking to him and asking him about people he killed. And he um, he was talking about it. He was telling them everything. And then they're like, did you sell your soul to the devil oh. in here? And he said, yes. Woo. I was like, holy Damn. shit. Yeah. Um, and also, he performs a lot of like satanic ritual things in the hotel. So I think that's part of the reason Why that there so was fucked. so much, yeah, bad things happen there. Is because I feel like there was a ton of demonic presences in the hotel because of all the shit that happened yeah. with there. And I think that he was part of the reason that there was a lot of demonic presences in there. So, yeah. Um, while Thanks, Richard. Thanks, Thanks, Richard. <laughs> Uh, while they were in Richard's room, uh, they were like asking him, did you kill anybody in this room? And he admitted that he did. And they had a ghost woman named Christy in the room and she was in there and it was really sad because she was like, it's not safe. Help me, help me, help me. And I was like, oh, oh. thank God. She's like stuck here with her killer yeah, in this fucking so hotel. Sad. I know. It's so fucking uh, Yeah. So then, okay, this part, uh, okay, so um, this was when Linda was leaving, and I thought this was kind of crazy. So they're back in the lobby, and they have the spirit box on, and Bobby talked to them again. Like I said, he was following oh Patty and them around Obsessed. all the time. Yeah, so uh, they asked if they had any last words to say, and they said, no, we are all done. Oops. And then it said, Cecil, bye-bye, thank you. What? And then that's when they found the scratch marks on Corey. <laughs> Fucking Corey, dude. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so Patty stayed and like Linda left, right? And so they went to the 
seance, which the roof was where Elisa Lamb died and the water tank there. They asked for Elisa, and a spirit said, I'm here. And they asked, who's here? And then the spirit said, TV? Which Oops. they were like, what? And then they were like, oh, we have a bunch of cameras and, like, shit around here. Okay, so then um, they kept going. They kept talking, but that wasn't as relevant. But um, So they used the dowsing rods again, and they asked her to point to where she was found, and the dowsing rods immediately pointed to the water tanks. Um, and then over the spirit box, it said, I need a drink. That's scary That's scary. <laughs> That's so scary to look. Um, okay, and then this part, like, freaked me the fuck out, because I just listened to an episode on Morvic, Mor- Morvic, Morvic, Morvid, <laughs> Morvid about, um, Divic boxes. Oh, yeah. And they bought a Divic box from the Conjuring house there. What? The Divic box? They took it there? Yeah. How do you, how did they even get that? <laughs> like, why did they allow them access to that? Well, then they gave it to them, to this crew. They're, like, a big crew that does shit, like, so, oh, that's so um, they talked to the Dybbuk box. Oh my god. The spirit box. So... And the demon repeatedly was telling them to let him out of the box. <laughs> yeah, he said, please let me out. Please. <laughs> oh, uh, I hate the Dybbuk box. That's a good oh one. Oh my god. Yeah, it was literally like, let me out. I'll pay you a thousand dollars. Like, where are you gonna open, get that fucking money? Buddy? Unlock. <laughs> like, it was literally just like repeatedly telling them to open the box. Open I was like, oh my up. god, this is so scary. And then they said, "Who's talking to us?" And it said, "Monster, die." <laughs> I was like, "Shit." <laughs> At least they're truthful, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I appreciate and then, the honesty. And then, and then they opened the fucking box. Oh my god, that place is. When, when, oh, when did this happen? So they added a demon to the Cecil Hotel. <laughs> what? When was this? Uh, it was in 2021. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh, I'd be so scared. Right. Uh, okay, and then I'm on. I'm on the um the end here. So, or I have like three more things. So, um, this guy, uh, Pete Montzingo, is a TikToker, oh. and he lives right across from the Cecil Hotel. And he has many TikToks, and like sometimes he'll do live shows of like he'll just have it on the Cecil Hotels for like the night, and you can like watch that shit. So if you want to, <laughs> go check him out. Um, but one night he looked outside his window, and he saw a man smoking a cigar, staring at him. So he was like, hmm, uh, I wonder if he's like just looking out or if he's actually looking at me. So he like went to the other side of his apartment, looked at a different window, and the guy was still looking at him. Ugh. So uh, creepy. <laughs> I don't like that. At first when yeah. he said he was a TikToker, I thought he was going to be doing like the Renegade and the like, Cecil Hotel. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> no. no he's, he's the guy with the little little person family. His mom's a little person. Have you seen his stuff? No. No, I just know he's a ginger. Oh, yeah. He's like, his, 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 his mom's a little little person and like he, she gave birth to him and he's like of average height or Whoa. he's really tall but yeah he yeah, is his whole family is little people and so they come to visit him and yeah oh he's really cute um he's or he seems adorable but he like tries really hard he kept trying to dr- drive his drone into the cecil hotel but it kept like <laughs> not working and he was like this hotel is trying to keep me out but i will get in <laughs> <laughs> but he's seen figures in the windows he's seen random windows opened uh he's seen like doors randomly just slamming shut and this is all when it was down so weird and then uh last thing i watched a different ghost adventure episode with these girls they were like kelsey and mckenzie i think uh but they're also like one of the first videos that pop up it's like um and then so they went into Elise Lamb's first room that she stayed in and they were talking and so the girl Kelsey was also 
kind of like a ghost medium type thing where she like interacts with the spiritual and that sort of thing. And so she's talking, it's like, we're talking to a girl named Alice or Allison. Um, and so they were saying, uh, she's like our age in like the 20s and 30s. She was born in like the 70s ish kind of vibe. What she was getting. Oh, that's exactly what Allison's was like 1970s. Yeah. And then on the spirit box, it confirmed and it was like, my name's Allison. Yeah. Um, and this Allison ghost kept mentioning Elisa Lamb. Hmm. Like, it kept saying her name repeatedly. So they're like, I think she knows something about it. Because oh. she was dead and she was able to, like, watch the whole thing, like, while it was happening. Yeah. Um, Ooh, yes. But, like uh, that. yeah, so that was creepy. And she kept implying that, like, she was killed or that something, like, made her get into a water tank or something like that. Um, and she also kept telling them to not jump. Which she died, she died by, by jumping falling. out of the window. Oh, I don't like that one. And yeah, and then they went to the stairway um, that's right under the water towers. That was like one of the ways that she could have gotten out. Because there's like two ladders and then there was a stairway to the roof. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they confirmed which way she actually went up or like if they know it all. E- I don't know. If they I, I think it was the the stairway, and I think that door that leads to it was like unlocked or something. Yeah. Mm. So they were there, and they it seemed like they were talking to Lisa Lamb's ghost. Like the one of the girls put like headphones in, and she was listening to the spirit box. And then Kelsey was like asking questions, and like it was really sad to watch because it seemed like Elisa was like just reliving her last days, like over yeah. and over, and it was really really sad. That sounds so sad. Yes. So, um, those are the ghosts that haunt the Cecil Hotel. <laughs> Quite a bit of a Dibbenbox yeah. theme. I know. I just wanted to add that for funsies. That is I was like, so oh my God. <laughs> big box. Oh, God. That's a crazy one. So, yeah. So, it was long, but I hope y'all enjoyed it. <laughs> that was pretty that good. That makes my tongue like that dog. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, while, like, watching all those things, I was, like, so spooked out. I was like, oh my God. I would, like, definitely recommend watching some. Because they're, like, crazy to watch. Yeah, the few that I watched, very I was like, oh. Yeah. Like, yeah, we heard, we heard a silenced sound of Puss in Boots playing from room 1419. <laughs> no, it'd be Alvin and Chipmunks. <laughs> Should have been chipwrecked. No, road chip. Road chip. Road chip. Like, what's that smell? <laughs> Is that rain sound? <laughs> what happened to Alvin and the Chipmunks? They listen to Coco Melon. <laughs> Still can't get over your fucking cat grabbing my subway sandwich like that. We heard the sound of a cat screaming. Screaming and paper ripping. I got paper rustling. (laughs) That's good. All right. All right, Cam. You're up. I feel like I'm next in T-ball and I'm so scared. I'm like, how do I follow that up? All right, I'm up to that. You got it. Everyone's here to watch. <laughs> my, my we'll clap either like, way. <laughs> like it's fine. Kind of remember the, the old softball chants we would we would say. I can't believe you were in softball. <laughs> oh, I I was. Oh, hell yeah, she was fun feeling. <laughs> hell yeah. I was fucking good at it too. <laughs> Not so hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, 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 fun. Oh my god, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> 
so yeah this is this is the media portion of four of the most notable uh, media portrayals of the hotel cecil um some of it might be a little bit repetitive as i didn't want to just list the titles like i said i just i gave like brief summaries of each thing and like uh rating they got as well as their reviews uh, i try to keep it kind of vague but interesting in case people wanted to go watch it but totally, yeah. so in order of release american horror story hotel came out in 2015 created by ryan murphy and brad Fulcheck. Um, it is the fifth season of the anthology, and it's my least favorite personally. Alaska, you said you saw it, right? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I just like I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe maybe if I rewatched it, I'd be more into it. But I liked um, it. Also, was... they uh one of their other seasons. I don't know the one that was at like a camp. They kind of oh, referred Rono? to uh yeah no no that wasn't that one the jingle jangler murder guy. Uh, I think so. I don't know, but I know like nineteen eighty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like they referenced uh Richard Ramirez in that one too. He was the character in that. Mm. They even like showed the way that he got caught. It was pretty good. I watch that one. I just I couldn't get past them calling the murder that with that jingly belt. It was the yeah, or something stupid, like that. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kim said I couldn't see past. <laughs> I just couldn't. <laughs> like if you're gonna kill me, you have a good name. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Agreed. Cam found dead by the jingler. Like, I would kill myself again, sorry. <laughs> I would do it before <laughs> he could, actually, so. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but, like I said, not my favorite season, but Lady Gaga's The Countess mm. in that scene. Mm. You know, you know. She's, like, uh, all yeah. bloody. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Vampire? Yeah. <laughs> and Evan Peters as Mr. March. Again, if you know, you know. Mm. Like, not him as a murderer, but just mm. him with a mustache. Really, <laughs> really some special. Mustache. <laughs> Kitty, Kitty was barking. Right. <laughs> Very bro. Um, anyways, it was so. Initially based on AJ Tolm's hotel in Chicago, dubbed the Murder Castle, it was built specifically as a place of torture and a place for Holmes to get rid of his bodies. It also inspired the character Mr. March. That was like the main inspiration, but Cecil did have an influence on it. Cecil, um, Cecil Hotel was located in downtown LA, similar to the fictional Hotel Cortez in this season. It was also adjacent to Skid Row, again similar to the actual hotel, and we also see a similar crowd at the HSS Hotel that would have been attracted to the Cecil in its heyday, like criminals and and there's mm. addict characters and sex workers and I think just based on the area that's like was the main group of people who flocked towards it mm-hmm. mm. but yeah it also depicted many r- real dramatizations of deaths at the Cecil like people jumping to their deaths and mentions of Black Dahlia and Richard Ramirez I'm gonna kill myself <laughs> Richard Ramirez <laughs> the Night Stalker a lot of people who uh, watched the show said that maybe they think it was more circumstantial the things that happened at the what the fuck just happened? I don't know. I think my cat knocked something over. I heard. Oh. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna do a wraparound. Um, <laughs> the people who created the show, Ryan Murphy, he was like, I wanted to make it very haunted and paranormal, but also he thinks maybe the hotel might not be haunted at all, like the real hotel. Hmm. That it might be just circumstantial and dark energy. But based hmm. on what Taylor was talking about, I'm gonna have to disagree. <laughs> yeah, um, I also think there's like a lot of dark energy there though. Power room up that like drives people to do horrible things. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Agree. Well, so how is dark energy not paranormal? Huh? I, yeah, yeah, that doesn't mean that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm so scared right now. Kim's <laughs> like shaking. I literally am amazing. I'm itching behind my ear like a dog. Yeah. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, the season of age is 
AHS uh, received an 8 out of 10 on IMDb, 77% on Rotten Tomatoes, and people gave it a review of more more gross than engrossing, as well as Ryan Murphy must be stopped. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) If you watched Glee, fair. Yeah, fair. (laughs) You know, you know. He he did need to be stopped. You know, you know. (laughs) He needed to be stopped. Yeah. With the quickness. Very quickly, Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Yeah, expeditiously. <laughs> uh, up next is Night Stalker, The Hunt for a Serial Killer, coming out on Netflix 2021, directed by Tiller, Russell, and James Carroll. Follows Detective Gil, I'm going to butcher this name, Gil Carrillo, and homicide investigator Frank Salerno as they try to track down Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, before he can strike again. Spoiler alert, he strikes again. Right. Um, <laughs> they describe him as a nocturnal monster, uh, like you said before, responsible for numerous numerous murders and essay in 1985, and, like we had said before, stayed at the Cecil towards the end of his reign of terror. The article said that he didn't prey on anyone here, but that he stayed there because he felt like he belonged there. And, like, he fit in. Yeah, I could see that. Well, yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, you said he was walking down the hall with, like, blood on him like it was nothing, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like he just wasn't truthful about anything. Yeah. Right. Like, he kept, I don't I feel like he might have killed more than they really know. I, I definitely think so. think so. He probably killed so many people he forgot who who he killed. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't seem stable enough to remember that. Yeah. But again, this is just like a article that came with the review of the show itself, so. Yeah. I, it could be true, it could be not, but that's just what they say. Um, a side note, when this came out, I remember the true crime girlies were being feral over it, and not for the reasons you think. They wanted they wanted this murderer to, in the words of Amanda Pines, um, murder this vagina. Oh. oh. <laughs> yep. What the Absolutely the fuck not. I looked up before I said it. You can say vagina on a podcast. (laughs) Just to be sure. I was paranoid. I. (laughs) The other stuff that we said. Yeah. But you said vagina. There's discourse throughout it. You know, the vagina. Yeah. (laughs) I said it. I said it. So. Yeah. Amanda Bynes did tweet up Drake, though, murder this vagina. So. Oh, no. No. But there was like TikTok edits and everything where people were like, Ooh. "Oh my god, he's so hot!" Like I could have, I could fix him. Ooh. I hate when people I do that. Too. Like whenever those document or like something like that, and the girlies are all like, "Oh my god, he's so hot! I'd let him kill me." I'm like, "Like no, the fuck is wrong with you?" Right? Actual like, psychopath. Definitely be a victim. Like, like uh, uh, that's not something to be proud of, Nancy. Yeah, no. Like, come on. Right? You're crazy. It received a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. A review quoted as saying, "As a documentary, it was a little too true detective for its own good." Another one saying, "In erasing Ramirez, Russell, Russell, who's the creator." Russell spent too much time in establishing Carrillo and Salerno as heroic protagonists. Hmm. And I watched it. Like, it was it was pretty good, but they did kind of focus more on the detective work itself and the detectives as people, which was kind of good because, like, they don't need to give him more yeah. news and recognition as it is. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, the police didn't really do a great job either. So nope. <laughs> they should have stuck with the facts and kept it even. I think that would have been the best option. Yeah. Agreed. And I, I wish they would, like, highlight whenever they do those I like the victims more and like maybe show some of their backstories and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that way they're kind of in the highlight instead of the killer being the main focus. Agreed. Yeah. And they need to stop giving, like, this isn't a new thought, but they need to stop giving killers cool nicknames. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Agreed. Yeah. They people are just saying that this one felt more of like a glorifying what the police officers did over like highlighting the terrible things and like giving more time to the victims. Mm. And the LAPD does not have a good history with <laughs> serial so killers. Extreme. Especially like that call the girl made about being followed to a hotel. They're like, You're crazy. Mm, yeah. yeah. Literally. <laughs> like, oh, okay, crackhead. Like, uh ah. <laughs> like but whenever you listen stuff? Yeah, right. When you listen to like uh true crime stuff about all the ser- serial killers, there'll be multiple times where like, yeah, they stopped him and he had a body in the <laughs> Yeah, they didn't know. And they just didn't know. <laughs> or they would show up to their house and they'd be like, oh, they're not here, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, yeah. No, that's not what They'd, like, show up and uh, the victim would be, like, right there, like, with the Jeffrey Dahmer case. Yeah. And then they would be like, oh, we're gay. And then, oh, fuck that. I'm out. Like, uh, <laughs> like the young boy in the steps. They're like, oh, this is my boyfriend. They're like, oh, yeah. oh like, That is which, a child. I don't remember if you Dahmer was in L.A. or not, but mm, still. No. He thinks he's like mm, Wisconsin, but, I think. But it's still. I'm a little far off. But still. Fuck these guys. Either way, mm. yeah. yeah. Rest these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, next one coming out in 2021. Cecil really had her year in 2021. Um, I think they're finally like, fuck it. Like, there's no saving our reputation now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, literally. When they started letting people, like, do the overnight and stuff. Yeah. Was, they yeah. finally kind of owning up to it huh so the next one that came out again on netflix uh crime scene the vanishing of the cecil hotel in 2021 this one follows the elisa lamb case um directed by joe berlinger and like we said before the videos came out with her acting kind of oddly in the elevator if you were a kid with unrestricted internet access you for sure saw that video and were Mm -hmm. hyped for the show to come out i don't remember how i felt about it but it was still interesting. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she was a young girl from Canada, came to stay in the building, later found dead in the hotel's water tank after Taylor had mentioned the water had a funny taste to it. And I believe Alaska might have touched down on that too, but they did, they tried to figure out exactly what happened and retrace her steps. It's a four episode limited series, 5.3 out of 10, and a review states, a sad story poorly told, vanishing at the Cecil, buries the heart of its tra- tragic case under unsavory conspiracy theories and tasteless reenactments. So people still yeah. aren't entirely sure what happened, so it kind of... I heard, yeah, I heard a lot of bad reviews about it. I haven't ever watched it. Yeah, it was like, it's still a worthwhile watch, but I don't feel like it really did her justice at all, because mm-hmm. they kind of painted her out to be just like some mentally ill person who oh, got into a bad yeah. situation. But that's yeah, sad. that's what I saw. Yeah, and finally we have Ghost Adventures, oh, yeah. hotel <laughs> episode that came out in 2021. Uh, Zach Baggins and his crew investigate the hotel, retracing the steps of Elisa Lamb as well as the water tower, hunting ghosts along the way. One of the first times the hotel ever allowed cameras inside for the purpose of paranormal investigation. Hmm. 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb. And no reviews found because people just eat Zach Baggins' ass no matter what he does. So <laughs> no, I didn't see a point in looking for a review. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we should literally like just sit down and watch an episode all the way through. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> He's so dramatic. I yeah, I think that'd be good. What what can you watch Ghost Adventures on now? I think it's on like Peacock. The fuck Which is, is that? I, I know that's why so I didn't watch it cuz I was like, uh, <laughs> no, no, really. stop. I'm not paying for this. Like what is on Peacock? Just Ghost Adventures. <laughs> I watch Ghost Adventures. Or it was some like really random streaming service. Oh, you can watch it on Roku Channel, Prime, and Voodoo. What is that? What the fuck? Oh, Oh, so it wasn't Peacock? It has to be on Roku. That's the thing. Roku. 
Well, I can't help you there. I well, don't... <laughs> uh, right? Okay. <laughs> I don't see it anywhere else. <laughs> so that yeah. Probably imagine how it went though. What yeah. was that? Yeah. Guys, guys. <laughs> what was that sound? Uh anything else? Road chip. I mean Oh then No, I got nothing. I got nothing. Oh I got nothing. <laughs> Ghost Adventures, Uncle Ian's house. Oh, fuck. Alright, I guess that's, uh... Taylor, you want, you want to tell him? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let me find my notes. <laughs> oh, hey, my bag. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so Give him my password, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't delete us, so like, thank God. <laughs> thank God. It's over. over. It's finally over. <laughs> no, because this is where all the passwords are. <laughs> it's a war is over. <laughs> Okay, so if you want to send us an email, maybe you have an story. Wait, I feel like I'm cutting out again. Okay, maybe you want to send us an email. If you have an interesting story, email us at gaggleofgayspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter and check out our updates, you can do it at gaggleofgays. If you want to go to Instagram and see the pictures that we upload about each episode, go to gaggleofgayspodcast, and we're probably the first one that pops up. And then if you want to listen to us on... Never mind, I'm not going to mention that one. But you want to go to Facebook and join our Facebook group where we talk about some of this stuff. So, hmm. uh, it's Gaggle of Gays Podcast. That also, follow us on Spotify. Give us a review. Just five stars. Yes. Lie to us. Please. Five stars, please. <laughs> please. Please. And, uh, Thank you, guys. Let us know if you would eat Zach Wagon's ass. <laughs> let, us, let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Bye, Hort. Bye, Hort. Bye, Hort. Be you. Bye.